You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As we As proceed, we proceed oh. to give you what you need. Who shot ya? Separate the weak from the opsa. Leap hard to creep them Brooklyn streets. It's on, nigga. Fuck all that bickering beef. I can hear sweat trickling down your cheek. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for another episode of Up Next. Davey, how are we doing today? Wait, wait, wait. We need to restart this. Oh, what did I say? Live from the BDE. Oh right, yes, of course. Uh, our our new our new pad out here in Koreatown, the BDE, as named by you, the listeners. Um, why do we call it the BDE? Because it's the Braden Davy Estate. Ah, right, right. Where or, we give the Braden Davy experience. Wow. <laughs> Anything said with a British accent sounds more official. So yeah, the BDE. All right. That's what we have. We the, do. The, the Braden Davy experience. And we also have something else. Yeah? Yeah. What's that? We got a little competition to do. Ooh, in fact, we do. Let's just get in there right away. My lad. Um, yes, uh, a lovely listener by the name of MJ from NJ uh, is what I'm going to be saying his name is. Um, a very good man he is. He, uh, he hit up all of us at Post Wrestling, postwrestling.com, at Post Wrestling on Twitter. And he was like, hey, I know you guys, uh, some of you are going to take over. Just you, David. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure if you guys need tickets, but um, I'm going and I have an extra ticket. As long as someone gets to sit with me, like, do you guys want to go? And you were like, book a flight, let's go. And I was like, I can't do that right now, even though I really wish I could go to Brooklyn to see NXT take over Brooklyn 4. Uh, so I couldn't. And uh, I was like, oh, I could ask around. And he was like, yeah, like, if anyone doesn't mind sitting next to me, I'm a pretty cool person. Um, find someone. So I asked around and uh, he asked John and Way from Post Wrestling and they, they're not going as well. Because uh, we're all adults and we can't just 
jump or I mean I wish I could just jump on a plane <laughs> I'm not saying you're an adult but you're wearing a goofy hat as we record this so it's, uh, it's cold in here <laughs> um so I was like hey like I just don't know and he's like well like if you can think of anyone like tickets out there and I was like hey I I don't personally maybe know anyone in the New York maybe New Jersey area or anyone willing to travel to go watch this show but I'm sure people who listen to this show, maybe there's someone out there that needs a ticket to NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4. So that is where I asked MJ from NJ, hey, what if we just gave it away to a listener? Maybe a listener on John Away's show. And he said, no, I'm not putting it on their show. <laughs> I swear, that's what he said. He said, I'm not putting it out on their show. I have the DMs. It's proof. I said, uh, well, I don't understand because like, That'd be really cool. I said, okay, can we put it on an ours? Because we're an NXT show. He says, you know what? That'd be great. So shout out to MJ from NJ because he could be your ticket to getting a ticket. Essentially, you're winning a contest to go on a date with him. Yeah. <laughs> to a wrestling <laughs> show. Uh, no. Um, so we're basically sitting here on a ticket to NXT. So how do we give it away? So you suggested let's have a little competition. So yes. we've been thinking of different ways that uh, we could do a competition. And we want to do a competition in theme with, like, our style of our show. So We're zany. We're wacky kind yeah. of guys. We're just two cool guys. So we thought about maybe just tweeting us your, like, funniest or worst wrestling experience. I, that's very broad but it can be like just a well, wait what do you what do you mean like worst wrestling well no i'm not saying like uh like dave Meltzer shit on your weight <laughs> or anything like that um i'm not saying anything like that I'm wait just... are you saying like maybe randy orton shook your hand once <laughs> oh i mean look we don't want a lawsuit here because i value my friendship with brayden and uh i don't want to end up suing him four years down the line for uh, for all this money he he said he'd pay in legal fees. Like, uh, but just... Yeah, so maybe an awkward moment with a wrestler or anything. Nothing that's going to, like, essentially, upset anyone. Essentially, I want to I laugh. We want to laugh. <laughs> so, But it could be something like uh, when you're at a wrestling show and got picked on because you were front row or when you broke into your school gym to pretend to be a wrestler or whatever. Anything that's funny involving wrestling. So, for example, um, a few years ago, uh, Raw and SmackDown came to Liverpool in the UK. And I went with a load of my friends and Jericho was doing a book signing. Right. So, it's it's around November time. So, it's, it's kind of cold. You've got to queue up at 8 o'clock. It was when his uh, latest book came out sure so i'm like yeah that's cool i wouldn't i've heard all his books are great i wouldn't mind getting a copy of the book anyway and getting to meet jericho that's awesome so in the line and the people at um whatever it was a waterstones barnes and noble whatever it was were going okay so he's only doing meet and greets for people who have the book so we have this amount of books who here has a book already? And they were going down the line going, sure. uh, do you have a book? Do you have a book? Do you have a book? And I was like, no, I need a book. It's like, cool, we've got one for you. We've got one for you. And then at one point they went, right, this is the cutoff. Um, 
no more books. So anyone beyond this line, if you don't have a book, sorry, you can't do the meet and greet, which was fair enough. Um, I get to the front of the line, family in front goes ahead, they don't have a book, and they've mm. ran out of books. Uh-oh. And I see Jericho sort of turn to his manager, looking pissed. <laughs> and he's like, going, well, why don't they have the book? And... Um, so it's then my turn. I go up and they go, sorry, but unfortunately you can't, uh, you can't get a photo uh, with Jericho because you don't have a book. I was like, but I was told you'd give me a book. <laughs> and we're like, sorry. So I go up and he's like wearing his sunglasses. And of course. It's like, hey, how's it going? And I was like, you know what, Chris Jericho, not great. I'm, <laughs> it's eight in the morning. I'm cold. I've been rained on for the last two hours. I'm hungover. I'm really hungry. And then... I get told I can't actually sort of have a photo or whatever with you because I don't have a book, which I was promised. So I'm, I'm kind of pissed off, Chris Jericho. And he was like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah, whatever. And walked off. And then the manager's like, oh, um, are you okay? I was like, no, this is, this is bullshit. Like, it's just badly organized. How have you ran out of books? Why did you promise people you'd have a book? And they're like, all right, you know what? You can go back and have a photo with him. So now I've got this awkward photo where we're both <laughs> smiling, but like the look in the eyes is saying, what a dickhead. <laughs> um, so that's my story. Try and obviously this is on Twitter. Um, try and make it as concise yes, as possible. Yes. I mean, John, I'd lose the competition because I rambled a lot. Um, well, I know like John and Wade did the, the Twitter contest of like, uh, when you meet a wrestler and stuff like that, the photos with the it. photo one, yeah. And maybe you, maybe you have a story like that where you met a wrestler and the photo is just like yours with Jericho. Yeah, but uh, basically, tweet us at Post Wrestling at the Bray D and at Davy Portman. Uh, tweet us. Use the hashtag Up Next and uh, tell us why you deserve a ticket to NXT Takeover Brooklyn Four. Um, and yeah, don't you don't need to drag a wrestler. But, you know, uh, tell us if you had maybe not so much fun in an event or or maybe something, a story where a wrestler maybe turned a, a shitty experience into a good experience. Yeah. Um, something like My that. friend Jen is still pissed off with Cody Rhodes because he, <laughs> when he turned heel at uh, War of the Worlds or whatever it was, sure. he stole a beer and oh. threw it away drank it through it and she was like that was 15 bucks oh. so something like that it's- I went to Raw when I was uh, 16 or 17 with one of my friends and like my mom like I was 16, 17 so my mom let me and my friend go and uh, I was like I don't know a few rows from the front and the guy in front of me was with his girlfriend and they both were double fisting beers all night during Raw. So during like the main event, they were like out. The, they were just pissed, like so drunk. And they bought two more. Somehow they were still served. And both their beers got thrown onto the ground behind me, in front of me, behind them. All onto. I only wear Converse, and my chucks just soaked in like two uh. full giant beers. And I was just for the rest, like you know, you gotta sit there and in smelling like beer. And then when I got home, sixteen, seventeen, my mom's like, "Why do you smell like <laughs> like a homeless man who drinks beer?" And I'm like, "It wasn't me. It was the terrible people in front of me." That had nothing to do with a wrestler, but I had to sit at a wrestling yeah. event with beer shoes. It could be worse. My friend Chuck at Survivor Series uh, spilt two beers over two little kids in front of us. <laughs> so you're one of the those dad was kids. not happy. I was stepping in, going, "I am very sorry about him." 
<laughs> that is pretty funny. Uh, so uh, tell us your your worst wrestling experiences or anything like. And that. And obviously, it's it's Thursday right now, so you need to. But get yeah. them in quick. Yeah, so we'll maybe give... What do you think? Maybe Thursday night or maybe even Friday during the day we'll give away uh, the winner again on Twitter. Uh, so at the Brady. So at well, Davey we're meeting... John and Way tonight, aren't we? We are going out for... We're recording this uh, right now. It's just before 9 a.m. on Thursday. We're, we have a, a dinner double date with uh, John and Way, And maybe by then we'll have some entries, depending on yeah. people listening. And then we'll uh, get their... It's... Yeah, it's a very last-minute thing. Obviously, the event's on Saturday, yeah, so... Yeah, but it's quite, it's quite interesting because I, I, I am a huge fan of the internet. Uh, this is all because of the internet. People, you are... Uh, nerdy enough to have listened to us here right now, and uh, you're nerdy enough to be listening to all the wrestling stuff that we do with post wrestling. John Away, the legends they are, allowing us to do this, and uh, the listener MJ, man, thank you so much. So the internet, what yeah. a wonderful place, scary place sometimes, but sometimes when used great, it could be great. So uh, let us know your worst wrestling experience. Use the hashtag up next and uh, tell us uh, why you deserve a ticket. Um, so you can go to Brooklyn. We're not flying you out. You no. get a ticket. You're going to meet up with MJ, and y'all can do whatever you want. So uh, it's up to you to, to have fun in Brooklyn. Um, uh, buy the dude a beer, at least. God damn. Um, but Brooklyn is an exciting time. You're going. You're literally leaving for Brooklyn tomorrow. Yep. I'll be there now. Exactly. Oh, so um, well, I'll be in New Jersey maybe you now. can meet up with MJ and, and, and get a shot with our winner uh, in a picture as well. Absolutely. I mean, my anyone who's going to be around, I will very most probably be at uh, McMahon's bar. It's right by the Barclays Center. I'll be there before every event getting my pre-game on. Excellent. So I'm I'm jealous I'm not going. I've never been to I've been to New York, but I've never been to Brooklyn. And as yeah. a big Biggie fan, I really wish I was there. But Biggie Langston. Yeah, he's yeah. like the greatest, yeah. <laughs> you do know who Biggie is, right? B-I-G? Sure. Notorious B-I-G? I'm joking, of course. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, my, I might be wearing a uh, pirate hat, so if you want to... Kyrie Zane pirate Yeah, hat. I need to still find one, but yeah, um, come say hi. Uh, it would be nice to meet some of you. And uh, if you can't go to TakeOver and you're watching at home, well, what better thing to do after the show or probably later the next day, is listen to our review of TakeOver Brooklyn 4, because I will be not in Brooklyn. So I'm going to go to John's and watch it with him, and we're going to do a show. You're going to hop in an Uber after TakeOver, judging on how many drinks you've had. <laughs> and you're going to quickly run back to your, your spot and maybe join us for a, a little bit on the show and maybe try to host the whole thing with us and uh, talk about NXT Brooklyn. Because this card... Looks insane. Yeah. Um, during the end of this show, we'll give our predictions on this. But let's let's quickly run by this this go home edition of NXT, if you will, because this is a crazy week. I mean, it's SummerSlam week uh, there in Brooklyn, and all the all the events, the, the the Raw and the SmackDown afterwards. But I'm I could be biased because I do this show. But would you say Takeover is the most the the, the card everyone is looking forward to because. Uh, this card is stacked. Yeah, I think it's always got the advantage of being a a five match show. It means every match is important. Great. Like you look at SummerSlam, you make it a five match show, great card, right? Um, but 
it's you've then got your I don't know what's going on your, your Balor and Corbin I and, actually don't know and the stuff like that so <laughs> I, I actually think SummerSlam's going to have some really great matches and some great I moments I think it will too and I think uh, there's a lot of interest going into the, the main event with Roman and Brock because of the again Brock's contract again and yes. the way Paul Heyman's kind of split from him right. and also the Maybe. the money in the bank uh, contract between right. Kevin Owens You're right. and it's not that, Braun. that I think it, good. it adds more interest to that feud than it's had before definitely um, but just takeover always is insane like, like I, I just feel like this uh, the Champa Gargano thing this is it this is the for NXT yeah because down the line they're gonna be DIY in the main roster and they're gonna sell a lot. Of, <laughs> they're gonna sell a lot more T-shirts when, and then they're gonna split up again and they'll be wrestling. They're destined to fight forever. And then they'll be singing rock and Robin with Bobby Lashley and Elias. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, hope hope not. But the card itself, I think, is the biggest draw. I'd say, like, if I was going to Brooklyn, this is the show I'd be happy yeah. to go to. So I'm pretty excited to watch this this show. So, let's go into this go-home edition of NXT TV. We start off this week's episode of NXT with a recap of what happened after the show went off the air, so basically WWE.com, with the parking lot incident. Um, like, we're going to Chicago for All In Weekend. You're going to Brooklyn, New York. These are both scary places in the world. You've got a death wish. <laughs> yeah, like, we're, we're going to some pretty scary places. We have to be careful. But the one place we're not going to that may be even scarier is the full sale parking lot you don't know what could happen there I mean it's a college campus really yeah. <laughs> but after you, dark you can't be on your own there no what are you what are you doing honestly um, I'm still waiting to find out who really did take out Hideo Itami <laughs> um, so the parking lot recap here uh, Alistair Black is out of the main event and it is in fact a last man standing match Johnny Gargano versus Tomasa Ciampa for the NXT title is the main event and uh, as, uh, maybe some people are not happy with the way they they dangled the carrot of a three-way and then we're like we don't want that mm, actually three-way kind of sounds nice and then it's taken away but take my money like if I if I could get on a plane and take that ticket I would have wanted to see this match this is money I I don't know whether to talk about it now or when we do our predictions. Yeah, okay, end. we'll go through. Um, because also, there's maybe the strangest thing I've seen on NXT TV, and it's not the Dream EC3 experience from last week. It's a, a who done it, who shot JR kind of thing here on NXT. With uh, let's let's go into that later. Um, so we'll start off with the first match of the evening: the Street Profits versus the Mighty. Now, both these guys, I feel like every tag team here in NXT just do these uh, backstage vignettes with their phones, which I'm kind of down. Like, I'm down for. I mean, like, in the world of wrestling, everything's evolving with the evolution of, like, social media and stuff. Why not have people cut promos like this? Like, in the main roster, they kind of do it 
in between cuts. It's weird, right? They do it's, it. It doesn't it's work the in the main roster because no. it's like heavily like it. produced selfie with, promo with like with like lettering and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Whereas if it's just people legit like barbecuing, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's funny. Um, so both both the Street Profits and the Heavy Machinery have been doing that, but they've all been beefing with the Mighty, formerly known as a Pokemon move. Um, the match starts off here. Um, the Street Profits do this assisted, like, moonsault splash, and right before they do it, they yell, Wakanda, and Marwan Alec calls it the Black Panther splash. Um, they do the world's greatest tag team, like, ring, rung, uh, sorry, rope hung, like, splash to the back, um, that Shelton and Haas used to do. Um, the Mighty get offense. I write that the Mighty is still kind of just there. They're, they're, they're two really talented Aussie guys, and then they turned heel, and I got kind of a little excited because I think that they could go far. They, they didn't really impress me in this match. They're doing kind of basic move sets here. There wasn't anything flashy or fun. Um, Montez Ford does this, like, float over. He, he gets in a hot tag. He does this, like, float over, uh, like, lariat onto the other guy. And we were watching this together, and you, were, you said he kind of stole the move from... It was similar to, like... Adam, Adam Page's Page. buckshot lariat, yeah. like the kind of handspring. And that guy does it sweet. Uh, yeah. Montez Ford, uh, very athletic as well. He does it really great. And this kind of happened at the point where we were both like, meh, both these teams. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, and then Montez Ford came in and we are like, oh, it Listen, woke us up. Angelo Dawkins is not doing no buckshot lariat, though. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that. Uh, Montez Ford, um, he, he... Oh, this is where the finish comes. Because it wasn't... It was kind of a quick match. Um, I think Thorne goes for an O'Connor roll on Montez and grabs the tights and goes for leverage there. But on the th- right before the three count, Montez reverses it and he grabs the tights and gets the victory, the pinfall here. Therefore, uh, Karma is a bitch for the mighty. And then they they run into the crowd to celebrate and like they're they're doing their whole dance thing. And <laughs> Montez points to the cameraman. And the cameraman shifts his camera, like, so our view. And it looks over, and, like, his gla- Montez's glasses and his cup, like, of whatever liquid may be in it. And he forces the cameraman to, to, to look at it and grab it and give it to him, which I thought was very funny. They should continue to do that. Um, it's like when the Young Bucks super kick the cameraman in their entrance. Yeah. I love it. Um, or, or in their matches. Um, so the Street Profits beat the Mighty. The NXT tag team division is is pretty much just Undisputed Era versus whoever they're fighting and then everyone else is below. I feel like all the rest There's of these... There's a huge things, gap yes, there between... Yes, Exactly. ...like Mustache Mountain, Undisputed Era, and these guys. Yeah, so we'll see where, where it goes with them. I, I actually think the Mighty will, will work, but they kind of have to get a little bit better. Uh, both the teams I'm a fan of, it just... This is developmental. I feel like if they were to have... Like a twenty-minute match against Mustache sure. Mountain or Undisputed, yeah, we'd go. That was awesome. Yeah, but it's just—it's still. I'm not sure they have great yet. matches live as well when they yeah. do the touring with the NXT. So I'm looking forward to all four of those guys, uh, as well as Heavy Machinery. They keep getting better and better, so mm. uh, which is great. That's what NXT is here for. Uh, Shayna Baszler is seen off in the distance backstage talking to Aaliyah because later tonight Aaliyah will go one-on-one with. Kyrie Sane, and maybe uh, Baszler is trying to plot and scheme some some evil, dirty tactics, um, or they're talking about their favorite uh, 
Bon Jovi songs. I feel like Shayna Baszler just looks like the classic 80s like rocker. Every time I see her, I'm like, she looks like... What, what, what does she listen to? Journey and Bon Jovi. That's <laughs> it. Um, Undisputed Era with uh, one of their old school NWO style promos. They're backstage. The different camera cuts like it's MTV back in the 90s. Um, they say Trent Seven and Tyler Bain. <laughs> they ain't shit. Uh, Trent... Trent Seven, I almost called him Trent Reznor. Trent Seven uh, says that his leg is 100% ready for Brooklyn, but it doesn't matter because we're Undisputed Era and we're a thousand percent. They basically run down the entire uh, tag team division, including the War Raiders. And they mention the War Raiders quite a bit in this promo as well, which made me wonder, like, hey, are they switching this to a triple threat tag team? Well, War Raiders, like, yes, they, approached them last week. Yeah, they? yeah. So or it could still be foreshadowing to the uh, uh, War Games match, which yeah. is the next TakeOver. So that, that is interesting. Um, they say that one year ago at TakeOver Brooklyn is when it all began. And a year later, we are still dominating. He says, I am Adam Cole, Bay Bay, And uh, I'm not hiding behind anyone or anything when clearly he is. Um... I think Adam Cole keeps getting better and better uh, since leaving like the indies. Coming to WWE, his style has like even gotten a little bit better and like tighter almost. Uh, I think he's just money. These guys could come up to the main roster and feud with the Shield in a few years, and it'll be like yeah, it'll be making it rain everywhere because that just sounds great. Um, I love all of them on the promo. And Bobby Fish uh, was he holding his trophy? He notice. was. Yeah, has it changed size again? <laughs> It was a little bigger this week. It'd be really funny. <laughs> and he actually spoke as well. Yeah, hey, he's got on the stick too. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie Zane, ver- Kyrie Zane versus Aaliyah. Um, I always try to make a, a Aaliyah puns, like the R&B singer, which I'm sure you don't even know who that is. But uh, Aaliyah is versing a pirate here, so I'm wondering if she will rock the boat. Rock the boat, rock the boat, baby. Rock that one. Oh, you do know that song. Yeah. I think you're just saying the words over and over again. Oh, I, I added the baby. <laughs> My Adam Cole baby. Oh, God. <laughs> Kyrie Sane versus Aaliyah. Um, Shayna comes out and she joins the commentary team. She makes Percy, Percy uh, stand up. She has Percy. Um, this was a bit of a squash match, but a pretty interesting angle. There's a head scissors into a roll-up by Kyrie. Uh, the sliding D... <laughs> Uh, the insane elbow off the top rope, but she climbs up again and hits yet another insane elbow. She climbs up one more time and hits the insane elbow and pins Aaliyah, but right before the three, she lifts up Aaliyah. This is a new side of Kyrie that we've never seen, and as she does, she glares the dirty pirate look over to Shayna Baszler on commentary. And then she locks in the anchor, and Aaliyah taps out almost instantly. And then there's just this, like, death stare between Shayna Baszler and Kyrie Zane. And if you ask me, this is what the character needed, because now I know that this is going to be a war, and she's not just a, a, a superstar who comes out parading like a pirate. Um, well, I think this week and the week before yes. have been really good for building this feud. Yes. We had that awful sit-down... Interview oh, so with Regal, and they've really picked it up. I think uh, they're also hitting home that Kyrie is the only person in NXT who has a pinfall victory 
over Shayna. Sure, yes. Um, and I've I've liked this week and last week Kyrie showing that she's more than just a cutesy pirate. She uh, she can be vicious when she wants and match Shayna for her like aggressive side. I also love the her her anchor. What is it? The anchor lock? Is it called? Yeah, that, the anchor. How yeah. she's kind of doing that. Um, what, you know what Zack Sabre Jr. always does yes, the headstand like, thing yeah. but she's doing it so she's staring at Shayna right. and she's pointing at her doing whilst having it locked she's in she's doing the imaginary telescope yeah. in her head yeah. it was <laughs> I really like that touch and she she does look serious and I think she she does look like a threat whereas yes. she didn't at all she did in that before. in that interview um, so yeah I'm excited to watch uh, Kyrie hold up the belt I might need to Take a pack of tissues. Um, it's uh, for crying. It's a title. A belt holds up your pants. Um, yes, uh, you should. You should. I mean, you've had a, a good wrestling experience meeting Kyrie Sane at yeah. uh, in New Orleans. Yeah. So that would be. Uh, you wouldn't win our contest with that story. Um, although you, yeah, no, well, yeah. Uh, bring your tissues because Tyree, Kyrie is going to win. I think. Yeah, take. Over. I hope she so. Should. I really hope so. I think she should. Um, Shayna could go up if you I think Shayna could go up next night or they could do a rematch as well uh, anything uh, I you feel could, like I feel like this match is going to be great mm. uh, take my you mind. could insert like I, it wouldn't surprise me to see Shayna straight away in the SummerSlam Ronda match like whew that's pushing it but hey let's, you never know in wrestling um, Adam Cole versus Ricochet a video package here uh, it cuts to both men in, in video packages and then them being interviewed. And I wrote that Ricochet is swagged out and he looks like a mini version of Suge Knight. Um, Adam Cole in this says that there are good superstars, there are great superstars, and then there are special superstars. He says Ricochet is good. Ricochet may be, may be great, but Adam Cole is special. Bay Bay. Um, up next is the Velveteen Dream. He comes down to the ring. He's wearing uh, no shirt, um, a like jean vest, uh, <laughs> old school jeans, and then his 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 purple sunglasses and a fanny pack. Uh, swag swag swag. Do you know what we call fanny packs in the UK? No, a bum bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Because yeah. fanny, right? Is fanny means something different? <laughs> oh, in the I thought UK. fanny means bum. Uh, it does <laughs> this side of the Atlantic. Uh, okay. It doesn't. It means a your bum bum in okay. the UK. Uh, so it's your bum bag. All right. Well, Velveteen Dream comes out with a bum bag. Yeah. Uh, he, he basically looks like a '90s WCW wrestler. He does. Doesn't he? he does. He does. Like all those old pictures yeah. you see of like. The NWO hanging out. This guy's my favorite wrestler. Bugs. This guy's yeah. my favorite wrestler. Like I, I'm pretty sure. I, like every time I watch this guy, I laugh my head off. And then when he wrestles, I'm like, oh my god, I love his matches. Um, he he comes out because I loved last week's thing. And actually, we got a lot of heat on Twitter because you 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 didn't like that. Well, I got a lot of heat on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I got a lot of people being like, I don't know why, but. The, the experience thing with, with Dream and EC3 was really good. I'm like, yeah, it was amazing. I need to rewatch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to catch up on the G1. Before. Yeah. Yeah, you're a little behind. Um, catch up because we need to talk about stuff. Yeah. Um, he said, Velveteen Dream is on the, the microphone here. He says, EC3 is funny. He's smart. He's charming. You have what everyone wants, and that is the Dream's attention. And this Saturday, 
And the crowd is just super hot here. They're not even letting him talk. He says, this Saturday, it's dream over. This is where EC3 comes out. Do you have EC3's theme song on your phone? Like, do you listen to it? Because you knew the lyrics when we were watching this. It's not hard to learn the what is lyrics. The, what is the lyrics? Like, I am the 1%. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> not a banger. Um, although EC3 is slowly gaining my... Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I think he's really funny, <laughs> especially in this. Uh, EC3 comes out, and the first thing he says made me howl. He says, so this is what it sounds like when doves cry. He says, sick fanny pack, by the way. Um, he puts, uh, as he says that, Dream takes his sunglasses off and puts them in his fanny pack. Um, he says, listen here, Dream. You're trying to get inside my head. But I built a career on getting inside of people's heads. I build condos inside people's heads. I build fancy entertainment-themed restaurants in people's heads. But yours, yours is just a fixer-upper. And come Saturday, it'll be another victory after victory after victory. The crowd goes along with him. But Dream interrupts and says, this Saturday is dream over. And then there's a fanny pack chant. Um, and EC3 says, you know what? We don't have to wait till Saturn. Takes off his suit. Slowly, the classic wrestler getting ready to fight, taking off the shirt, rolling up the sleeves. What does Dream do? He takes off his fanny pack, ready to fight. And he takes off his vest and throws it into EC3's face and goes for the sucker punch. Goes for the, the lift-up DVD driver, but EC3 wiggles out of it and lifts him up and hits the TKO onto the Dream, leaving him there. And uh, he slides out of the ring just like the Dream does, mocking him. Uh, this match should be a lot of fun as well on Saturday. Uh, I feel like it'll be better than I'm expecting. You know, I think this has been good for EC3 as yes, well. Because definitely. we've um, we've been comparing him the whole time to Rude. Right, and now which this, is not fair. This feud is now kind of... It's got they're my trying attention. to push him as like, no, this guy's a bit weird as well. Yes, like, I, li so, and I like and that. They're playing it as these two big kind of weird personalities and I think that is definitely good the right thing to, yes, to yes. separate him and make him different I'm interested to see what Dream's gimmick is going to be because he has a gimmick every time he's going to be he's going to be uh, something with Notorious B.I.G. he's going to come out he's been tweeting and Instagramming oh, okay. a lot of things like Brooklyn where Brooklyn at and all these right. like um, B.I. Biggie like things yeah I think he's going to do something with that for Brooklyn maybe he'll come out in one of his famous sweaters or something, right. something like that I don't know yeah you're right that's another thing like uh, Dream's entrances can be interesting well, it was or like, his gear it was like, like Balor in NXT like what's he going to do come in London with? he came yeah. out as Jack the Ripper right, and that right. kind of thing it's like what's he going to do he's been Hogan he's been Rocky he's <laughs> every Prince Puma, like... Yes, true. Uh, yeah, so we'll see with that. And I, I, I'm looking forward to that match. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, maybe technically it won't be the greatest match, but... It'll I be entertaining. It will, I think it will... I'll be thoroughly sports entertained. I'm yeah, sure. I, I think so. Um, well, this was very entertaining. This is the segment I was talking about earlier. It is essentially the episode of Who Shot JR, but it is Who Took Out... Alistair Black. Who shot Phil Mitchell for the UK listeners? Gotcha. I don't yeah. know who that is, but... It's EastEnders. All right, cool. Kathy Kelly is here as... Uh, it's a, an edition of WWE Now. And uh, there's, like, serious news music playing in the background. It's like... Dun, 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 dun. 
It says, we, uh, we're going to go through the footage of the parking lot uh, clip that we aired before, but this time we're going to point out every single suspect in this case. And they literally have arrows with names pointing out people, and then they start with, Johnny Gargano is seen leaning, leaving the uh, arena. Uh, we got Undisputed Era leaving in their, their, their truck. Lars Sullivan has been pointed out by viewers of this clip. It's like, come on, what is this, like 2020? Like, is this Dateline? What is this? Um, heavy Machinery are also suspects. Cassius Ono, Candice LeRae, and guess what, David? Even the love of your life, Kyrie Sane is a suspect yeah. because she was there. What was she doing there, Davey? She she better be innocent. I'm gonna be real upset if, if it's I'd, her. Yeah, I'd be devastated. <laughs> uh, there's someone named well, Jackson. Maybe she listened and heard I wasn't all keen about the three way. She's like, <laughs> Davy, taking him out. That's right. Uh, there's a guy named Jackson and Steve Cutler's there, and Wesley Blake is still there. Now we know it ain't those guys. Uh, Caesar Bononi, <laughs> Kona Reeves, he is seen in this. Ricochet is getting in a car there. Even Shayna Baszler is there. We get Velveteen Dream. He's looking upset on his phone doing something. Uh, you said uh, Bononi is there. Eichner is there. Bartel is seen there. Tomasa Champa is there. EC3 is there. Who is it? It has to be one of these people who attacked Alistair Black, taking him out of the three-way. Who was it? It has to be one of these people. They listed off a series of people basically telling us, who do you think it was in this this week's episode of Scooby-Doo Mystery? <laughs> I really enjoyed this. <laughs> I started laughing, I and thought, then I was like, oh, it was I just, liked it. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was fun. I, I would have loved, like, a little Easter egg of just, like... Rikishi walking in the background. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's why you got uh, Bononi or Kona Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> that was your little <laughs> Easter egg. Um, I mean, obviously it should be Champa the one that did it, but in my opinion, kayfabe-wise, the the darkness that is, uh, uh, which I call the, the evil symbiote suit of Johnny Gargano should be the one who took out Aleister Black. <laughs> but Again, I want to touch on that when we do our sure, predictions. Sure. I don't want Aleister Black running in and causing any commotion in this, in this takeover he, match. To injured, I yeah, don't think he, is, he can. Yeah, he, so. he literally can't. So um, It has to be one of these people, unless someone who did it who's not there. Matt Riddle. He could be the one. You could use it, it could to introduce someone new. Or he could be sitting in the crowd uh, come Saturday. Yeah. But um, it has to be one of these people. So, Kyrie Sane, you're a suspect. <laughs> you are a suspect in the court of law here in the WWE NXT. It has to be one of these people. Um, if you watch Scooby-Doo as much as I do, you always, you always, they always try to swerve you, think, make you be thinking someone else, and then really it's someone you love and trust. Scooby-Doo taught Always me a the lot. one you least suspect. Scooby-Doo really taught me a lot of things when I was a kid because Scooby-Doo taught me that uh, there really are no such thing as monsters. It's just the people that we love and trust. We shouldn't trust them because they're actually mean and vile. So we'll we'll keep you updated on the uh, the story of who took out Aleister Black in the parking lot. Um, it's serious, serious matter. 
Uh, there's a video package for Champa and Gargano. It shows the whole feud highlight. Every time they have a match, I'm like, wow, this feud's been going on for a while. And it's still going on, but I'm not complaining. This uh, looks great. After watching this, it really made me do think that Gargano is the one who took out Aleister Black. Um, it takes a, a quick cut here of Bianca Belair in the Performance Center. She's training and getting back to work, working off a, an injury that she sustained. I feel like uh, Bianca should be getting a, a push in the in the near future down the line here in NXT because she just keeps getting better and better as well. They announced next week on NXT, presumably so, being filmed at the TakeOver event in the Barclays is an extra little match that you'll get to see if you're going. Go early because you will get to see the, un, the, sorry, the United Kingdom Championship Pete Dunne versus Zach Gibson in a rematch from the UK tournament finals. Uh, so, yeah, you might want to Yeah, that. I definitely want to get there early. Yeah, that, that, that sounds great. great. Um, we go to our main event here. Tyler Bate versus Roderick Strong. Um, Undisputed Era come out here. They plug their tag team championship match. Trent comes out with Tyler and Kyle O'Reilly comes out with... Roderick Strong, and they show the the loading screen. I, I call them loading screens, but like the the matchup card for mm. for Saturday. And uh, I, we were laughing because Kyle O'Reilly may have the best one ever. <laughs> it, the it's you know when it's like this guy versus this guy, and they have like the, their pose and stuff like that. It, Kyle O'Reilly's is now him playing air guitar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone already gifted, and I just watched it on loop, and it's so great to watch. My favorite was always Shawn Michaels, where he would pretend to like do the punch to the face and then go ah I'm like this. <laughs> um, but this one's my favorite Tyler Bate Roddy they start off early here Tyler jumps off the top rope and Roderick Strong catches him and backbreakers him this guy both these guys for their size are very strong like definitely and not just in his name yeah. as you said when I said that out loud um, there's a samba a samba suplex into another backbreaker uh, there's the bim bop bap. I don't think that's what it's called, but we're the bop and bang. But I like this because he went for it, and Roddy like Knew it spotted coming. it, yeah. so like swatted away the bang, and then okay. got hit again with the bop. Yeah, it was cool, and which is cool because we've seen that spot a lot now, and it's it's funny the first time you see it, but then right. you're like, why do people keep falling for this? So I liked that Roddy was like, ah, I've got you. Oh crap like, yeah yeah it was it was it was different they saw and they did it really smoothly yeah. too it didn't even look like a hiccup at all there was a, an exploder that in a suit in the corner from tyler Bate. then he does this like weird lift up kick up then the standing star press onto roderick only a two count um there's a hurricane rana reversal then a huge back suplex but then roddy somehow locks in the stronghold which is like his Lion Tamer. He used to do that a lot in Ring of Honor. I'm glad he still brings it out once in a while. But it's countered by Tyler into a roll-up. They both get to their feet, and Roddy hits yet another crazy backbreaker. He picks up Tyler and goes for the end of Heartache, the suplex lift, into like the double-knee backbreaker. But Tyler Bate counters and lands on his feet mid Flip. This was insane. In, how do you even do that? Then he runs to the ropes and goes for his head spring into the lariat, but gets caught with another backbreaker. But then once they get up to their feet, he goes for the handspring again and hits the lariat, sending Roderick Strong inside out. He rolls to the outside, 
Tyler Bate runs and does his jumping over to the to the outside here, barely making it, but yeah, he still it, does. It looked awkward. He like, still he still hit yeah, it. Yeah, he'd hit it. Holy! Uh, he rolls Roderick Strong in. He goes for the Tyler Driver ninety seven. This is where Kyle O'Reilly tries to get involved, but so does Trent Seven. They they fight. They brawl to the outside, getting all sorts of distractions. Go back in the ring, and Tyler Bate hits the Tyler Driver ninety seven and pins Roderick Strong. Um, if you ask me, new tag team champions that take over Brooklyn. In my opinion, I, I think both these teams. With both these guys uh, are, are just doing fantastic work. Um, I would watch the WWE NXT UK shows that they're they've been filming, accumulating episodes, simply because like the roster of these guys are so talented. If I get to watch more Tyler Bate and more Trent Seven, I totally totally would. And Roderick Strong should have been signed to WWE fucking years ago, and it proves. Um, this was fun. This was a great episode of NXT leading up. It was a little fun little little ditty. What do you think? It was, yeah. I think... Um, I wonder what they had planned if it was still three-way, if Black wasn't injured. Because obviously this was kind of a... There were lots of video packages this week. Yes. I assume it was kind of, ah, we've changed the main event. We need to just throw some stuff together. Right. Um... And really, the only real match was this one at the end. The others were kind of nothing much to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I'd like to see these two go at it again and have a little bit more time. For sure. Um, I think you can say that about all of these. Like, we've been watching Undisputed Era and uh, British Strong Style, Mustache Mountain, like, go back and forth for quite a while. Mm. And every time they've they've collided, whether it be singles or tag team matches, like, they've been great. Any combination yeah, works. Yeah, like, we've been, guys, we've it's... just been praising it because it, their match has been good, including that, the one at Royal Albert Hall, actually both of them, the six-man and the tag team, yeah. where they won the, the titles, and that tag team rematch On again, and now this is the the third, this is the rubber match, yeah. essentially. Um, so, yeah, this match could steal the show as well, like, uh, they, they really keep killing it, and I, I'm super pumped to see this match. I think they're gonna win, but, uh, we well, could... as we like, we're going into predictions now. Yeah, Shall we sure. start with this? As we've just yeah, okay. talked about the yeah, tag match, it should start the show. So, okay, it should start the show. Um, Undisputed era: Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly versus Mustache Mountain, Tyler Bate and Trent Seven. Honestly, I wouldn't be mad if Undisputed Era continued to keep this reign. But I feel just because looking at the other challenges, I feel Undisputed are winning because I feel War Raiders sure. is the next right. step. And I see War Raiders uh, having more personal issues with Undisputed than right, they do yeah. with a British Strong Style. But I think you've also got the advantage that the next takeover, the titles probably aren't being defended because it is War Games. They could change that, though. Um, and they, the could, they could throw the titles. My, my, uh, my uh, War Games... Sh- sh- like, you could change... What did they do last year? It was just, like, two teams? Or was it three? I don't it was remember. three teams of three. You could do the same thing, but somehow put the titles on the line. I mean, if you've got Undisputed with all the belts, you could put the North American right. and the tag titles wow, see, on the line. Wow, that'd be crazy. Um, which trip. could be cool. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. So, I... So, yeah, I'm going with Undisputed for this one. Yeah, I um, think, I think it it's going to be either a way, great but match. Yeah, I think this match is going to be great. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I, I'm voting for the Brits just because they've been, they've been killing it, honestly. And uh, Trent Seven, maybe Trent turns on uh, No. I don't want to see that. No, you see any turning together yeah, for games. I don't want to see that at all. Um, Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane. I think I already know your choice for this one. 
I think Kyrie. I think it's time to move up Shayna. I think she's ready to move up, to be honest. Um, sure. And I'd love to see Kyrie win. And I'd love to be there to see her win. Of course. And I think also she, like I said, with Undisputed, like you've got to look at the challenges to what is logical. Right. I think with a... I don't think Bianca Belair coming back to face Shayna. I feel they want... Bianca's kind of a tweener. But she she leans more towards heel, so sure. I think a Bianca Kyrie match works more than a Bianca um, Shayna match. But there also is there also is Candice LeRae. There is Candice. We have seen that match already yeah. on TV. It's whether if they do like a war games, whether you go the back to women that. like a fatal four way, like somehow with them inside the yeah. cage or a double. It's double ringed, right? So it's double ring. Um, yeah, it could be like that. I, I'm, I'm happy either way. I want to see Candice get sort of a, a push as well. Uh, she just it impresses me every time too. But let's stick here with Kyrie because she's on. Fi- she's going to be on fire. She is on fire. I feel like a title for her would would help elevate her uh, even further. So I'm going to go with Kyrie as well. And as I as I said the other week as well, the May Young Classic is soon. So. Yeah, right. It could be cool to have the two Mae Young sure. Classic winners against each other yes, for the title. Yes. Yep. It, there's, I think it's logical going forward it, for Kyrie to win. Now, what about Velveteen Dream versus EC3? I'm going to say my boy the Dream is coming out here because we're Brooklyn at. Uh, so I think this opens the show. Oh, yeah? I think okay. two big personalities that sure. are very over. Uh, I think this kicks off the show. Dream And then we use over. the tag to split. The things, and up. then they become a tag team, <laughs> <laughs> and they do those weird promo vignette things that they did It'd last be week. EC Dream or whatever. <laughs> wow, see, yeah. like, yeah, probably to be honest, if they haven't been doing that already. Um, I mean, they ta- they tagged at that the Royal Hall, Royal Albert Hall thing, and that's what started this yeah. whole thing. So that could be interesting. But I'm gonna go with Dream. Me too. I hope it's Dream. I think he's. I think he's like the reason I like wrestling are all for weird little things mm. Re- match quality is number one to me always that's why I'm obsessed with like the whole New Japan stuff because the match quality is important yeah storyline and, and character and even comedy comes second to me but when you kill it so good just as Velveteen Dream has st- become to what he's become essentially mm. uh, he is the whole package in the world of wrestling to me uh, this guy is fantastic so Dream and I, I think he's someone we will see in a title picture soon, whether it be the NXT title yeah, sure. or North American. Sure. So I, I'm going with Dream. Yeah, I hope Dream stays in NXT for a little while. He's so fucking young, by the way. Yeah. Um, like, is he even allowed to drink in the States? Jeez. I think he's like 23 or something. Yeah. Um, I want him to be champion here in NXT before he moves up, simply because of my selfish reasons. I want to watch him because we do this show. Yeah. But yes, Velveteen Dream beats EC3. And you know what? It won't hurt EC3. He's kind of, he's just here. Uh, he could go to the main roster and be successful too. But well, I feel I, like this I, will I do think us. Both, with both of these guys, though, a loss won't hurt either. Exactly. Well, because they've but got Dream, such big Dream has been losing, though. Dream has lost a few takeovers. Yeah. He hasn't won in a little while. But it hasn't damaged him at all exactly so, um dream yeah. over baby dream over um now we go to adam cole versus ricochet for the north american title here could undisputed era be losing all their titles all in one night and try to gain it back at war games that's what could happen here if ricochet wins um i, I think, think this stills the show 
This match right yeah. here, Adam Cole and Ricochet. Yeah, you know what? There's probably going to be some crazy spots in this thing. Ricochet's going to do some flippy shit. Adam Cole's going to say baby. It's going to be lit. <laughs> um, yeah, this this is what I'm saying. This whole card sounds great. Every match we've just listed sounds good. So, I don't know. I'm kind of torn on this one because Adam Cole, to me, it just keeps getting better and better and better. I've, I've watched him in, in Ring of Honor, and I think him here in, in WWE is just a perfect fit. But I do want to see Ricochet kind of elevate a little bit. I feel like he could be like a, a huge star as well. So I'm going to say Ricochet. Just give him this. this I'm going to go for Cole. I think going into War Games, it makes sense for uh, Undisputed to have all the titles. Sure. Um, I can see this being the match where, if there is any involvement, Matt Riddle to be involved. Oh, with. really? This would be the one. Yeah, maybe whether maybe it be he's just sitting in the, in the if crowd. he's sat front row, maybe undisputed gets involved and he hops in and helps even the odds sure. or whatever. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they do more than just him sitting and being on camera. Sure, okay, um, interesting. And I feel this would be like the North American title scene is where he'd fit in best right. to okay. start with. Sure, good idea. Um, but yeah, I can't wait for this match. Yeah, all right, cool. Um, and now the main event. The NXT Championship, a last man standing match. Tomasa Champa versus Johnny Gargano. <sighs> this is this is this is it. This is the be all end all of this crazy feud, in my opinion, the be all end all. I'm gonna say Johnny Wrestling beats Tommy Sports Entertainment. <laughs> the Blackheart goes down. I'm think? I'm really torn. I don't like last man standing matches. I think there have been good last man standing matches. My problem is, especially for that big moment where the baby face finally wins the title. Sure. You want to hear that one, two, three, or you want the heel tapping out. Right. Standing tall after a 10 count doesn't, doesn't give that moment. I don't think. Sure. Now my friend, uh, Mike, has said because I was talking to him about it the other day and he goes I think it's last man standing because I think it's a draw Ugh. and Ugh. and he thinks it could be a double count out right uh, with some big crazy spot where they're both trying to kill each other and there's always a crazy spot and then the last man standing match yeah. and then maybe separate them for a bit but eventually, so you're come, saying do what I say. Eventually, we saying, come back to it. When, when Champa won, we were all like, "He's gonna keep it till Mania," and then the, the Gargano finally wins. It I just there. The, the problem is because they built this three way, which I think was was to kind of separate them while still being connected, and right. you had this this great thing going on where you had like Alistair Black as the ultimate baby face, sure, um, Champa as just the evil bastard and yes, then and then Gargano who has been that baby face and is now tainted because they've been building that storyline Gargano's not the baby face he was. he was so him winning the title now I don't think has the impact it did at the last takeover sure. if it if the title was on the line then sure um and I feel it kind of I don't feel him winning at this point would be that big moment. euphoric moment right. okay. that it would have been I before. agree with you you're right when, when has a last man standing ever like left that kind of feeling that fi- however this could be the first time it does it could be but 
you saw the crowd last week. Right. Chanting uh, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Sucks, and all that kind of stuff. Which I don't think that'll be the case in Brooklyn. I think people will be cheering. I just feel it, it's they're trying. It, they're trying to undo some stuff. Gargano mid-match will refine Jesus and become the the good guy that he is, and somehow fight the good fight and win without doing any evil, dark Gargano storyline. Yeah. This is the darkest. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really interested with how they go, but I wouldn't. I think Black should be back in time for the next one. Sure. So the Gargano can be like, "I did it. I took you." Well. That's the other thing. I can't <laughs> like you. It wouldn't surprise me, but like, why take it was why large. take something so hot like Gargano and yeah, make him yeah. the bad guy? I I don't want that. Yeah, me neither. But I you want could, to be the good you guy. could separate them for a bit after this and eventually have... But this is, how long will this feud go on? This is why NXT is the best brand right now. There's so many... Well, you could do that. That could go yeah. that way. And both these guys are at the top of their game. They're so talented. These two will destroy each other for your entertainment. I'm super excited for this. So, match. like after my friend said that, I was thinking, yeah, I think this is going to be a draw. But then after the video package WWE put together, which was an awesome video package right, yeah. of their whole feud, it's like, ah, this does feel like the end, though. This feels like the end, um, dearest friend. But no, I'm going to say draw. I was I'm convinced. saying Johnny Gargano beats Champa because he's got to do it. He is NXT. He's got to fulfill his destiny. Uh, let's go to for our forum, our feedback, forum.postwrestling.com, forum.postwrestling.com. We uh, post up feedback. You can write comments and questions, always free, such as our show. Um, and uh, we'll read them here on our show. I'll read the first one here. Our buddy, our pal, Jesse from The Six, he says, Last week you both remarked that you liked the German dude's entrance music. Uh, I think he's talking about Bartel. It's the fourth movement, the Allegro. From Antonin Dvorak, Ninth Symphony, Ninth Symphony in E minor. Uh, I, I've long thought it would make good entrance music, so it was glad to hear it. Are either of you fans of classical music? I think more wrestlers should use it. Most of it's public dom domain by now, and there is some epic music there. And I don't mean the cliche stuff like Daniel Bryan's uh, Flight of the Valkyrie or Hunter Hearst Helmsley Ode to Joy. Um... He says, I think Maurice Ravel's Borello or Sergei Prokofiev's... Sorry. <laughs> Maurice Ravel's Bolero or Sergei Prokofiev's Montagues and Capulets. I'm uncultured swine is what <laughs> I am. Uh, he says both would be a treat. Thoughts? Take care. Yeah, I mean, most classical music is, is allowed to be used, I'm pretty sure, just Sorry. such as he said. Which would be great. Uh, yeah, I don't listen to classical music uh, as much as I do. I am uh, a bigger... Like, here in Toronto, we have a classical station that's pretty popular. If you ever get in a cab, they're either listening to that or the jazz station. Uh, I prefer jazz over to classical. However, I have listened to it. Uh, you know, I, I took music school lessons and stuff I had to listen to it so UK listeners Bolero is uh, Torval and Dean's like ice dancing music got you okay. and Montagues and Capulets is the theme from, from The Apprentice ah yes so okay. that's like more pop culture uh, reference to it I've, I've always wanted Jupiter by Holst as my entrance music 
Like, if I were to go classical... Sure. It's, you know... I think, like, I can see myself at WrestleMania holding up the title, <laughs> tears streaming down my face, that blaring. You really um, fantasy book for even your own life. Um, I, I, think, uh, I think more wrestlers need grime as, uh, <laughs> as their themes. Like, oh, what's her name? From... Uh, <laughs> Was it... Uh, uh, the Conti? South African yeah, or, or Brazilian girl? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like um, theme songs fit characters more so like you can't just be like I want this. like have you, you you that would be your theme song if you ever picked a theme like any I'd either song have ever. that if I was doing the sort of robe and like regal yeah. entrance but you probably wouldn't or I'd have something like Rocky Rocky not Rocky <laughs> but like <laughs> Rocky um, I think I'd I'd come out to like a, a heavy Nine Inch Nail song or like uh, walk it like I talk it. Yeah, I'll come up to some Migos. I'll come up <laughs> to some trap shit. It'll be lit. Um, <laughs> you're next on here. Omri from Israel. An overall good episode of NXT with some high highs and less than average lows. Let's start with the crowd. They were pretty awesome all night long, especially during the Dream EC3 promo battle. I'm pretty sure at some point they started chanting NX Dream. During the main event, they were pretty quiet, as if they didn't know who to cheer for. Next is the main event of TakeOver. I'm officially not interested wow. now that Black is out. The part where they showed the entire roster was out there during that attack was ridiculous to the point of funny. It's like they were playing Where's Waldo. Um, but the best thing by far that happened on this ed edition of NXT was the Kyrie Sane massacre of Aaliyah. That was the best women's angle since the four horsewomen, and I'm not kidding. Kyrie pointing at Shayna as she delivered the anchor was awesome. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, I think Kyrie definitely came into her own in the past few weeks. Uh, not that sit-down interview that they should have reshot, because that did not help. But yeah, I agree. And I don't know. I feel like I am into the last the last man standing match is gonna be brutal. Like both their matches have been uh, like no DQ, so this is just adding to that list. But they, they didn't like go all out. Like they didn't like use thumbtacks and fires and drill needles and things into people's skulls. Like they don't need to do that no. because these. Guys are at the top of their game, like I say. Uh, KB61 says, I liked Kyrie's newfound mean streak, but poor Aaliyah. Not, what, not sure what she did to deserve that beatdown, <laughs> and not sure why a baby face was put in that spot either. Uh, she's always been kind of... Well, they, they set up that Aaliyah would be the heel yeah. with Shayna kind of talking yeah, to maybe her beforehand. Why, yeah. uh, only Velveteen Dream could wear a double denim, a.k.a. the Canadian tuxedo with army boots and a fanny pack and make it work the man is a genius that whodunit video was so over the top and they tried to implicate way too many people also are we to believe basically the whole roster was outside in their gear at that exact moment maybe there was a fire alarm <laughs> actually I'm, i have been to full sale the whole outside area where like the trucks and stuff like that it's florida it's nice out right yeah they actually do hang out Right. I have seen, like, they literally are, some of them are in their gear, like, it's before matches, it's after things, like, <laughs> they do do that. Right. I know that, I know it's there. Also, think about this, they taped all this NXT shows before, and then they had to go back and tape this angle. Yeah. They basically told everyone in this video, hey, put your gear on, because we're going <laughs> to film this. That's pretty funny, if you think about it from that way. Um, he says, um, I... Thank God for those enormous aerographics. I would never know who they were talking about. Yeah, they, it was pretty funny. Bait and Strong were unsurprisingly excellent as 
as long as they're giving us any combination of Undisputed Era and Mustache Mountain on a regular basis, I'd be happy for this feud to last the rest of the year. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Uh, enjoy your trip to Brooklyn, Davey. Put up a postal address so we can send you guys housewarming shit for the BDE. Oh, we should totally do that. We should have a P.O. box and people can send us stuff for our BDE. Let us know if you're kind souls, because like I said, the internet is a magical, wonderful place. If you want to send the BDE some, some things for our, our walls, uh, we would love some wrestling memorabilia. Yeah. Let us know. A housewarming gift is two kinds, sir. Two kind. Uh, final piece of feedback. Matt from RI. Love the show and thanks for bringing it our way each week. You're welcome. I'm very conflicted about whether or not I enjoyed this episode or not. I've been to a few live NXT shows here in the Northeast, and every time I see the Street Profits live, they steal the show. This is mostly from the energy they draw from the crowd as they interact with them before, during, and after their matches. If they could incorporate more of this joy energy into their TV matches, I think the sky is the limit. Could be some. Yeah. <laughs> the match with the Mighty was okay, but overall could have used a bit more pop. When I saw that Aaliyah was coming up next, I flipped over to Jeff Ross's <laughs> roast battle for an hour, knowing that this was the go-home show. I eventually came back, hoping this segment wouldn't die a slow death and kill any interest I had for TakeOver Saturday. I was shocked and pleased when I watched Kyrie dismantle Aaliyah over and over and over again. Not only did it hold my attention, but it genuinely got me excited for this upcoming match. EC3 versus Dream is money. Give them all the monies in a Miami pool now. I wish... Uh, I really wish the... Gargano versus Champa match was in a cell. I'm also very curious on how the next few takeovers were mapped out before Black's injury happened. They're going to steal the show regardless. I hope they give them an hour. Wow. Lastly, from watching the .com extra post this week, I came to realise that I would really love to see an NXT Big Brother style show on the network. <laughs> watching the NXT superstars interacting on their Truman Show set day in and day out would be amazing. Thanks for the show. Appreciate it. Thank you for the love, and thank you for all the feedback. Forum.postwrestling.com. Yeah, I don't know, the Big Brother show, of, but wrestlers? That probably would work. Him up. mentioning about being there live a lot, I, was, I actually wanted to ask the guy who goes to a lot, Yes. Was there extra stuff on this show that wasn't on because of the True, injury? True, there probably like, was. Because yeah. they all taped at the same time. They do tape a lot of extra shit regardless, and yeah. then some of it doesn't even air. Like, actual matches, they tape, and then they're like, ah, we don't need to air that yeah. at all. So, I was just wondering if there was, like, another black there could like, be. three-way thing that they ended up just scrapping. It probably was a video package, because they usually do that on the go-ho. True. Yeah, probably. Um, so, yeah, everyone seems pretty in interested and intrigued about this this takeover card yeah. in Brooklyn as should you if you want to win a ticket if you couldn't get a ticket or you know your, your pockets are, are not so tight and uh, you couldn't go now is your chance yeah tweet us any funny awkward weird bad story you have involving wrestling an encounter with a wrestler uh, a time at a show. Don't drag wrestlers. Don't 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 tell us like CM Punk was a dick to me once or something like yeah. that. Like if there was a valid story that's maybe funny, then tell us that story. Yeah, we want and don't tag them in it. We want it to be funny. <laughs> exactly. Don't tag any wrestlers in this. Um, but at the Brady at Davy Portman at Post Wrestling hashtag up next um, and 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 let us know why you well, deserve this ticket. Pick a winner. 
We'll pick Good later tonight, early tomorrow morning. Late Thursday or Friday. Uh, we'll read out some of the good ones next week. So on just the show. be sure to uh, be sure to um, uh, stay on Twitter and stay afloat because I'll probably be uh, DMing you. I'll be sliding in those DMs yeah. and letting you know if you're the winner. We will announce it on Twitter. We'll be posting it and everything like that. And again, shout out to MJ from NJ because man, that is super cool. Uh, I can't get over the. the I love. Uh, we got me and you. We're like in this little umbrella under post with John away, and and uh, we we honestly thank everyone for tuning into me and you uh, doing this show. We're, we got like a little portion of an audience that those two uh, legends of human beings that they are have, and we're just happy to have anyone listen to us. All we do is watch NXT, nerd out. We're roommates now, and all we do is watch NXT and talk about it. So we're geeks, but we have fun doing it. So really, thanks uh, to to all of you for listening, and especially MJ from NJ from from allowing us to do this ridiculous, ridiculous uh, thing for a ticket to take over, which should be crazy. So again, uh, at the Bray D at Davey Portman. Follow us and uh, tweet us and let us know. And if you are going to Brooklyn, come see me at McMahon's before every event. I'll be there with a beer in my hand and maybe a pirate hat. And maybe I'll have some stickers I can give out Some post-wrestling well. stickers? Some post-wrestling stickers Ooh. for anyone who comes and says hi. Ooh. And be sure to listen to our TakeOver Brooklyn post-show. Who else would you listen to? No, no one. Because it's me, John Pollock, Davey Portman. We're going to be chatting about NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. It's going to be a fantastic show. It's going to steal the weekend, in my opinion. It's going to be great. Postwrestling.com, at Postwrestling on Twitter, iTunes, Stitcher. Give us reviews, rate us, tell us nice things. I always love a nice message. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't say thank you enough. Goodbye, be safe, go Johnny Gargano. Ahoy! Armed and dangerous, ain't too many can bang with us Straight up we no angel dust, label us notorious Drug ass niggas that love the bus, it's strange to us Y'all niggas be scrambling, gambling I'm restaurants with mandolins and violins We just sitting here trying to win, trying not to sin High off weed and lots of gin You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.